Captain's Log, Fall Date 010.6 Our latest orders from Starfleet Command have just come through, and I'm about to brief my crew on our next mission. Sorry, I'm late, John. Take a seat, Mr. Kirk. Now that we're all here, Admiral Busby has sent us our latest assignment. Enterprise will be diverting to the Bajoran system to investigate the status of Bajor and Deep Space Nine. Bajor? Sir, Bajor was never a member of the Federation. I mean, sure, they came close to joining on more than one occasion, but it never happened. Why Bajor? Bajor was a member planet in everything but name commander. The Dominion War was fought practically on its front porch, and Deep Space Nine's mission has always been to prepare Bajor for formal entry into the Federation. Bajor may not qualify as a member planet, but it is at least a protectorate, and Deep Space Nine is a Federation outpost. What do we know about DS9's current status, Captain? Not much, I'm afraid. The Admiral wasn't able to provide us with anything. Well, there have been rumors. I heard there's some kind of civil war between different faiths, but I don't know anything about it. So we've been ordered to check up on Bajor. There's more. While we're in the neighborhood, so to speak, Enterprise is also to investigate the status of the Cardassian Union and the Dominion. Captain, with all due respect... Go ahead. Why are we so interested in the Dominion and the Cardassians? They are our enemies. Mr. Liam, this is the dawn of a new era. Yes, the entire galaxy is coming out of a period of great war. But we have ahead of us the potential to not only reunite the Federation, but to forge peaceful relationships with former enemies. It wasn't that long ago that the Klingons were our enemies, but they became the Federation's greatest ally. All right. That makes sense. But I don't like it. Don't worry. We'll be starting off easy. We're going to Bajor before we attempt to contact the Dominion or Cardassia. Any questions? Dismissed. Mr. Kirk, set course for Bajor. Space. The Lost Frontier. The United Federation of Planets has been decimated by a catastrophe of galactic proportion. Once great empires have fallen into ruin or faded into the winds of history. In the wake of devastation, new factions arose ruled by ruthless criminal guilds or opportunistic corporations. But the tattered remnants of Starfleet have one last chance to rise from the ashes and unite the Federation once more.
Captain on deck. What's our ETA, Ensign? We're on final approach to Deep Space Nine. ETA, one minute. What are the sensors picking up? We're just out of range, sir. We should be able to see something in... Sir, the station is under attack. On screen. Um, Defiant's still around, I see, but... Those look like... Bajorans? The station is being attacked by two Bajoran fighters. It looks like Defiant is trying to defend DS9. Why isn't the station defending itself? They're not firing any weapons. Captain, we have to do something. Sid, move the Enterprise between Defiant and the Bajorans. Warn them off. Aye, sir. Bajoran vessels, this is the Starship Enterprise. Stand down immediately. Status of the Bajorans. They're no danger to us, Captain. One good shot apiece should take care of them. I can't believe Defiant can't handle them. No response from the Bajorans. They're ignoring us. Are you going to destroy them? We don't yet know who's who, Lieutenant. DS9 has been occupied by the enemy before. Mr. Liam, target the lead Bajoran's engines and weapon systems and disable it. Aye, sir. Arming torpedoes. Direct hit. The ship is coasting forward. They're dead in the water. Hail them again. We need to find out what's going on here. I'm detecting intership transportation. The other Bajoran is beaming the ship's crew off. The ship is retreating. It looks like they're heading for one of the Bajoran moons. Shall I lay in a pursuit course? No ensign, let them go. I want to know what's going on here. Open a channel to the Defiant. Channel open. This is Captain Rupert Trask of the Federation Starship Enterprise. Captain Judafreeze, Starship Defiant. Thanks for the help, Captain. We might have been in trouble if you hadn't showed up. We'd like to know what just happened here. Are you at war with Bajor? That is a very good question. If you dock up Deep Space Nine, we'll discuss this in person. Very well. I'm looking forward to it. Captain? Permission granted, sir. That is a very nice ship you got there. This is my first officer, Kate Niles. My liaison officer, Andrew Winfred. My security chief, Liam Kincaid. And my science officer, Talak. A pleasure. My first officer, Commander Jordan Ransom. Sirs? Starfleet Command sent Enterprise out here to follow up on DS9 and Bajor, Captain Judah. Are you the officer in command of this station? Well, I'm the only one around, so I guess so. What can you tell us about the situation? <laughs> I can tell you a lot. Uh, none of it very cheerful, though. Where to begin? Well, as you can see, Deep Space Nine is in an advanced state of disrepair and pretty much completely non-functional as a military outpost. Shortly after the infection struck, the Bajoran government fragmented it into three factions, and the planet eventually turned against Deep Space Nine. The station was evacuated, but General Kira locked the computer systems with a Federation security code. 
The Vigerans took the station, and they, but they eventually abandoned it. No one was able to regain control of the station's computer. How long ago was this? I'm not really sure. I've only been out here for about six years. DS9 was almost completely abandoned until I took over. The Defiant had lost a fight with Equity Corps when they were trying to annex the Badlands, and we retreated to DS9 for repairs, only to find no one was aboard. I did manage to regain the station's computer by using an old Section 31 access code. Last I heard, Jeffrey Bridges was captain of the Defiant. I took over after the Badlands incident. The Defiant was really lucky to make it out of there, but we lost a lot of our crew. Captain Bridges was one of the casualties. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. What about the station's personnel? What happened to them? Nobody knows. The evacuation of Deep Space Nine was pretty chaotic. The Bajoran fleet had to come out en masse, and people were lucky to escape. General Kira, Dr. Bashir, Commander Dax, even Quark, the Ferengi bar owner, have all been missing ever since. It's the same story everywhere. Hundreds of ranking Starfleet officers have just gone missing since the Federation Civil War. Picard, Delona, Janeway, Shelby, Loretti, Hunter... It's going to take time to rebuild the fleet. What's the situation on Bajor? The Bajoran government is in complete disarray. Civil war has broken up between the three major factions, all vying for control. Those with a traditional faith in the prophets, a Pa Wraith cult, and a new group of Bajoran atheists. Not the Pa Wraiths. The last time we had people following them was back during the Dominion War. They're not a religious group. They're terrorists. The two Bajoran craft that attacked the station, who were they? Well... They didn't exactly tell me their names when they opened fire on us. But I'd guess either the Pa-Wraith cult or the maybe the traditional believers. The traditional believers resent Starfleet's atheistic attitude towards the Prophets and the Celestial Temple. They say that by refusing to acknowledge the supernatural nature of the wormhole and its beings, we pollute the souls of the Bajorans. Oh, but the Pa-Wraith cult is even worse. They're extremely xenophobic and hate anyone who's not Bajoran. You know, and seeing how Deep Space Nine is the only non-Bajoran people in the entire system... <laughs> they sound like Equity Corps. Radical, violent bigots. A perfect description, if ever I heard one. Fortunately, the Paw Wraith cult is fairly small, but they are the most antagonistic. What they lack in numbers, they more than make up for in brutality. Only the atheistic Bajorans are currently friendly toward the station. They've been covertly keeping us in supplies. It's very risky for them to help us. We only try to ask in emergencies. So, the Bajorans have declared war on Deep Space Nine? Well, I won't go that far. Well, they do want us to leave. We've only had a few outright skirmishes with them. But usually, if we stay aboard the station, they're content to live and let live. The truce will not last forever. Lately, attacks against the station have been escalating. All in all, not a pleasant situation. You've had quite a time of it, Captain Judah. Oh, that's not the worst of it. Lately, there's been some rumors that the infection is present in isolated pockets across Bajor. So far, though, none of us have been able to confirm this. We're not able to get to the planet, you know, and follow up on these rumors. Also, it's been said to be in one of those less densely populated continents. So with a little communication we've had with Bajor, none of us can tell if the infection is there or not. Can't you use DS9 sensors to find out? Unfortunately, we're still having problems with the station sensors. I had believed that the infection was no longer present, and had burned itself out. Well, I thought so too. Well, until recently. There have been signs. 
Well, Andrew, are you going to use another one of your codes? Are you going to take over Enterprise and attack Bajor to wipe out the infection? Uh, no. If Bajor is at war with Starfleet and as such no longer an ally to the Federation, I have no authority in the matter. Thank goodness for small favors. Captain Judah, what can my crew do to help? We could use some help repairing DS9. My crew have not been able to get much progress done, because the computers still don't work. I thought you said... Life support, docking control, and other operations are working just fine. But weapons and shields are unresponsive to our commands. Whenever we're attacked, well, we've been forced to defend the station with Defiant. So, when you took command of DS9, you couldn't regain control of the offensive and defensive systems. Now, apparently General Kira did something different with them. My Section 31 access code doesn't seem to work for whatever reason. My chief engineer thought it might be a Bajoran or maybe a Cardassian code. Where is he? <sighs> ah, missing in action, I think. Commander Bacchus went on a covert mission to Bajor to try to get some dilithium from my allies on the surface. Uh, something went wrong. He's been missing for a couple months now, I think. My crew will do everything we can to restore complete control of DS-90 you, Captain. Trask to Enterprise. <sighs> Pope here. Mr. Pope. Assemble a repair team from engineering and report to the station. Captain Freeze needs our help to unlock the station's weapon systems. We'll be over in ten minutes. here at all. All of the shops, the stores, they're all closed. Empty. Captain Free says he wants to be able to reopen the promenade eventually. If he can find people to run the shops. There's a Klingon eatery. A rook, maybe you could reopen it. Are you a good cook? I am a Klingon warrior, human. I do not cook. Take it easy, Rook. I was just kidding. Look, there's Quark's bar. You know, if Captain Freeze really wants to reopen the promenade, I'd be willing to move in. Don't even think about it, Zog. A bar does nobody good if it's empty, and Quark's bar was the true heart of Deep Space Nine. <clears throat> People would come from light years around when they hear that I've reopened it. Yeah, it's Quark would here too. Possession is eleven-tenths of the law. Or, or as you humans so wisely put it, finders keepers. Aren't you forgetting something, Zog? Now what's that? Cork's brother is the Grand Negus. If Rom heard that you moved into his brother's bar, he'd probably be very unhappy with you. Uh, oh, uh, I hadn't thought of that. You know, Liam, we're a lot alike, you and I. If I wasn't laughing so hard, I'd kick your ass. <laughs> Think about it, will you? You worship the Prophet, right? Right. And I worship Prophet. Not funny, Zog. Humans have no sense of humor. Lieutenant Winfred. Oh, hello, Commander Ansem. This is for you. Take it. A datapad? With a Section 31 security code? So you're the contact I've been waiting for. 
Here, this is from Agent Bishop, marked for your eyes only. I see. Very interesting. What are your orders here, Commander? My orders have so far been to covertly build up and modify the station's defenses, without the captain knowing it. When Tom Backus finally uncovered what I was doing, he had to be... removed from the situation. Of course. Does Controller Bishop's communication assign you new orders? As a matter of fact, yes. My orders are to purge the planet Bajor. The traces of possible infection cannot be allowed to spread any further. Doing so will be an act of genocide and probably mean the deaths of the entire Bajoran population. Does that bother you? I merely stated fact. If that is what Agent Bishop has ordered, then I have no objections to carrying it out. But Starfleet has no authority in this case. Why not just quarantine the system and wait for the infection to burn itself out again? Because there's no telling how long that would take, and Section 31 wants control of the wormhole. Of course. The tactical advantages to be gained from that are obvious. My orders say that you can be counted on. So, can I rely on you? I will do everything in my power to assist you, but that might not be very much. Captain Trask has already doubts about me. I don't think it would be best if I am implicated in whatever happens. Well, this is my ready room. It's not big, but it's comfortable. Please sit down. Thank you, Judah. I'm afraid I have some bad news for you of a personal nature. It seems like all we ever get today is bad news. So, what is it? When I first took command of the Enterprise, I took it upon myself to rescue an old friend of yours from Corsava 4, Tequila Mac. Mac? Really? Wait, you said bad news, and I'm guessing you're not referring to Mac's attitude problem. After an encounter with the Borg, Enterprise put in for repairs at the Vulcan shipyards. While there, Mac was killed. Wait, are you sure he's really dead? I mean, he died a couple times on the Nosferatu. And yet somehow, he always seemed to come back. I'm afraid that this time, it was for real. Moreover, we have evidence that Mac was killed by a fellow Novacron, a woman. The Novacron woman also seems to be somehow connected to Equity Corps. What? But... But we always thought Mac was the last Novacron. Equity? Why would they want to kill Mac? We don't know yet. But we will find out. In time. On another note, Captain, my orders concern more than just Bajor. Starfleet Command also wants Enterprise to open communications with the Dominion and the Cardassian Union. Has Defiant had any contact with either of them? We've had no contact whatsoever with the Gamma Quadrant. Nothing has gone in, and nothing has gone out of the wormhole. And the Cardassians? I think somebody else is better equipped to answer that for you. If you allow me? Thela, could you join me and the captain in the ready room, please? Of course. A member of your crew? Actually, she's a civilian. Sort of. You wanted to see me, Judah? Captain, this is Thela Garrick, the only Cardassian on the station. Garrick? 
Are you any relation to Elam Garak? My father. When the infection first struck Cardassia Prime, my father brought me to the station to stay with General Kira and his former friends. He thought I'd be safe here. I was evacuated along with everyone else, but I was the only one who came back to DS9 after it was abandoned by Bashor. When Defiant arrived at DS9, we found Thala was the sole resident aboard. Since then, she's been helping us get the station back up and running. What do you know about your homeworld's fate, Miss Garak? Uh, nothing, I'm afraid. The entire government was in chaos when we left Cardassia Prime. The entire population was panicking. The fleet was in hysteria. I wanted to stay with my people, but Father insisted that I leave. Shortly after the Federation Civil War ended, Thale and I assembled an away team to take the runabout enforcer into Cardassian space in an attempt to reopen communications with the Cardassian Union. We were almost immediately met by a Cardassian warship, which, pretty much in no uncertain terms, ordered us to leave. One ship. We have no knowledge concerning the Cardassians, their government, their fleet, or their current feelings towards the rest of the galaxy. But I'd guess they're extremely xenophobic. Trying to open communications with them right now is probably not a good idea. But there is a problem. If Cardassia finds out the infection is once again active in Bajoran space, they will fear a possible spread to our own space, and will take decisive action to make sure that nothing spreads from Bajor. War. Undoubtedly. And there's no way of knowing if or when the Cardassians will find out. You've been sitting on quite a powder keg, haven't you, Judah? <laughs> Tell me about it. Damn it! The power cup wants to have to be linked in order! In order! Did I or did I not just tell you not to link them like that? Maybe next time you'll listen to me. I'm sorry, Chief. I can't imagine how Chief O'Brien could put up with this crappy intermixing of Federation and Cardassian technology for as long as he did. No wonder he left to teach at the Academy! I believe that if you reroute the secondary energizers through the main coupling, output can be increased by 17%. Excuse me? I'm the engineer. When I want a science officer's frickin' opinion, I'll ask for it. I was merely attempting to assist you. Well, you know something? Don't! If you do not require my assistance, why did you assign me to the repair team? Look, Talat, don't take it personally, okay? Sorry. But I know what I'm doing. Why don't you see what you can do about bringing the long-range sensors back online? Very well. Andrew? Commander Ransom, what are you doing aboard Enterprise? Winfred, move her out of the captain's chair. Hi, sir. Computer, transfer all systems commands to the bridge, disengage the transporters and turboshafts, and seal the bridge. Authorization S31-59. Are we going to keep her on the bridge? How long will she be unconscious? Long enough. We can't allow her to report to the captain what we're doing. Don't worry, she won't talk. Now, to work.
I have always found Bajor quite fascinating. The existence of a stable wormhole defies all current scientific knowledge. The Vulcan Science Academy has had many debates on the various issues the wormhole creates. Is that right? No, you have to reconnect the biogel pack first. God. For instance, the non-linear beings called the Prophets by the traditional Bajoran believers. We know that they live inside the wormhole, but did they create the wormhole or take up residence within it at some point after the wormhole came into existence? Is the wormhole artificial or a natural phenomenon? I'm sure Liam would have plenty to say on the subject. <sighs> Damn Cardassian technology. Ah! Why not get me working on a decent starbase instead? Sir? Yeah, what is it? I've been working on the main computer core. I think I've found something that appears to be a buried command protocol. Huh? Let me take a look at it. This might be what we need to unlock the weapon systems. This is odd. Although I do not yet have sensors fully functional, I am detecting that neutrino emissions from the wormhole seem to be noticeably increasing. Forget the wormhole to lock, and look at this! What is it? This is a command protocol set to restrict access to all offensive and defensive systems! Restrict access? Yep, Freeze might not have control of Deep Space Nine's weapons, but somebody else does! Just how do you plan to eliminate the infection from Bajor, Commander Ransom? Neither the Enterprise nor Deep Space Nine is outfitted with enough weaponry to efficiently carry out the purge. You're thinking of conventional weaponry, Winfred. However, with the modifications I've made to the station's phaser banks and the main sensor array, it is theoretically possible to create a backsurge of intense neutrino emissions from the wormhole and irradiate the planet's surface. Really? I've never heard that theory before. Section 31 came up with the initial theory during the Dominion's occupation of Bajor. We would have infiltrated the station with a covert ops team and destroyed the wormhole. The back surge is created by firing the phasers into the wormhole, I would presume. Yes. That would presumably destroy the wormhole beings, the Prophets. Yes, that is the probable outcome of the maneuver. Many Federation scientists believe that it's only due to the presence of the Prophets that the Bajoran wormhole remains stable. If the wormhole is destabilized, it will cease to give us any tactical advantages. Huh. Prophets. Bajoran mysticism. Nobody intelligent believes that. The wormhole beings might be more advanced than we are, but they're not divine, Winfred. The wormhole won't be permanently damaged in any way. I hope you're right. Computer, run Section 31 Command Protocol Ransom 4-7. Initiating program. So, what happens next? This. Thank you, Lieutenant. You've been most helpful. But I think I can do the rest of this on my own. Captain Freeze! The Defiant Systems are no longer responding to our commands. What? We're locked out! Controls are unresponsive! Are the Bajorans doing this? No, sir. There's no indication of any enemy presence, on or off the ship. Trask here. Sir, 
Enterprise has been taken over. What? Report! A few minutes ago, Commander Ransom and Lieutenant Winifred beamed aboard the bridge. I was stunned and just came to. I'm still on the bridge, but I'm trapped by a security force field. Ransom is in the captain's chair. Andrew is responsible? I don't know, sir. He's inside the security force field with me. He's unconscious. What are we gonna do? We can't do anything. But the station crew can. Liam here. Go ahead. Liam, Enterprise has been taken over by Commander Ransom, and Defiance systems are locked. We need your team to beam from the station onto Enterprise and take the ship back. Aye, sir. You can depend on us. My tricorder indicates there's a transporter station just up ahead. All right. Rook, Sid, up to the pads. Zog, beam us over to the Enterprise. Uh, okay, uh, hold on just a second. Uh, I think I got it. Uh, just a second. Give me a second. Zog! I'm trying. Uh, the controls aren't working. Can't believe it. Station's weapon systems are coming online. Sensors indicate that wormhole neutrino emissions are increasing exponentially. Is the wormhole opening? There is no indication of that. It seems that the increased emissions are being caused by something within the wormhole. Mr. Pope, what is going on over there? Captain, the station's weapon systems just came online by themselves. Oh, God, I'm trying to hack into the computer core, but I can't get in. The station's phasers are firing into the wormhole. Phaser harmonic frequencies are beginning to rotate. Sensor data is linked to phasers. Harmonic frequencies continuing to rotate. Phasers still firing. Captain, I can't do anything. Arthur, you have to shut down the station. We have to stop this. Sir, I can't do anything. Excellent. Everything's going perfectly as planned. Not much longer. Now for the final phase. Five, four, three... What the hell? What's happening? I'm happening. What? Who are you? <laughs> you know who I am. Nobody messes with Bajor, Commander. Captain, Defiant Systems are once again responding. We've got her back. Deep Space Nine has stopped firing. Nothing appears to have happened. Lieutenant, beam us over to the Enterprise immediately. Yes, sir. Initiating ship-to-ship -ship transport. 
Sirs, the conflict is over. Enterprise is back in our command. Hello, Captain Trask. Captain Freeze? Oh my. You're Captain Benjamin Sisko. That's right, Rupert. The emissary of Bajor has finally returned. A pleasure, Captain. Uh, where's my first officer? You won't have to worry about ransom for a while, Captains. Now, I think we all have a lot to talk about. Commander Ransom beamed off the ship just as the force field restraining us deactivated. Do you think he went to Bajor? I don't know, but I have a feeling we'll meet again. I hope so. I've got some unfinished business with him. No one betrays me and gets away with it. Mr. Pope, what's the status on the station? Deep Space Nine systems are now mostly up and running, sir. Now that Ransom is gone, I've been able to unlock the station systems and return it to Captain Judah's control. Captain Sisko, now that you've returned to linear existence, what are your plans? It's been quite some time since I was in Starfleet, Rupert. I think you'd better call me Ben. The people of Bajor need me right now. I think that I'll be able to reconcile the various factions and restore unity to the planet. It might take some time, but if there's one thing I've learned from the Prophets... It's that time isn't as big a deal as most people think. It'll definitely take some time, sir. A lot of Bajorans no longer have faith in the prophets. A prophet is not without honor, save in his own country. What's that, sir? Nothing, Commander. You have my best wishes, Captain Sisko. I'm confident that Bajor is now in good hands. Thank you. But I'm going to need help if I'm going to restore Bajor. Judah, are you up for the challenge? Yes, sir. It'll be an honor to work with you, sir. <laughs> I said to call me Ben, Judah. I think Command is going to be very pleased with the outcome of this mission. Well, that said, this meeting is over. Commander Niles, Lieutenant Winfred, I'd like to talk to you two in my reading room. Mr. Winfred, I'm looking forward to your explanation of what happened with you and Mr. Ransom. Commander Ransom approached me, pretending to be working for the same people I belong to. He expressed a need in using the Enterprise's computers in hopes of verifying whether or not there really is infection present on Bajor. Really? You must have been quite surprised when he stunned Commander Niles. Why didn't you try to stop Ransom once his intentions became obvious? If it weren't for Captain Sisko, the wormhole would have been destroyed and the entire planet of Bajor would be a radioactive wasteland. I did try to stop him, sir. As soon as I found out what he was doing, I attempted to lock him out of the Enterprise's computers using one of my emergency protocols. Unfortunately, he stunned me before I could do so. He's telling the truth, sir. When I regained consciousness, Andrew was unconscious inside the security force field with me. Well, I'm sorry to have doubted you, Lieutenant. Dismissed. 
Commander, do you really believe Winfred wasn't working with Ransom? I don't know, sir. I don't trust him, but Ransom did attack him. The EMH doctor says that Andrew was heavily stunned and that permanent damage could have resulted if we hadn't revived him. Well, in the end, all's well that ends well. For now, we'll just keep a closer eye on Mr. Winfred. But I think in this case, we have no choice but to give him the benefit of the doubt. What now, sir? Do we try to track down Commander Ransom? No, Commander. I think it's time Enterprise made preparations for our trip to the Gamma Quadrant. You have been listening to Star Trek The Lost Frontier Episode 11 A Prophet Without Honor Written by Joel Jordan Featured in the cast were Mark Brzee as Captain Trask Laura Post as Commander Niles David Alt as Mr. Winfred Michael Wilkinson as Ben Sisko Michael King as Rook Janine Yamanaka as Talak Melissa D. Johnson as Thyla Garrick Andrus Edwards as Commander Ransom Bill Holloway as Chief Pope Lucian Dodge as Sid Kirk Ben Harmer as Liam Kincaid Ellie Hirschman as Zog and the Officer Eric Busby as the Engineer and Judah Freeze as Captain Freeze This is Seth Adamsher This episode was directed and produced by Eric Busby Sound designed by Eric Busby. This has been a Darker Projects production. Visit us on the web at www.darkerprojects.com.